All right. Normally, I'm very professional. I'm very rarely late to things, really ever. But sometimes things fall through the cracks, you know? And sometimes you forget. And sometimes you have too many drinks the night before. And sometimes you fuck up. And today's one of those days, okay? I screwed up. I scheduled a recording for YFT at 8 a.m. And Brandi texted me at 8 a.m., said I'm ready, whatever. And I hadn't woken up yet. I looked at my phone. I said, oh, my God, I forgot I had work. Because drinking. My fault. I'm the problem here. And I realized that. I think I think that admitting to yourself that you're the problem is the first step. I mean, I'm not normally the problem, but today I was the problem. And I have to own that. I have to take that. And here we are. So I'm in trouble with Brandi. Hope she's not too mad. Why does coffee get cold so quickly? Too quick. Make coffee that doesn't get so cold so quick. You know, put something in it. Let's call the brand. See what she's up to. Let's call her up. Let's see what's going on. Even though I'm 40 minutes late. Cause I drank last night at... Hello. Hello. I said I was on the phone. You were on the phone? I was, yeah, but now I'm not. Oh, I'm so sorry I'm late. <laughs> All good, bro. Yeah? You're much... I'm trying, a new, I'm trying a new camera setup. I like it. I'm here. Yeah? I'm here. Oh, yeah, I'm here for it. You look good. Okay. Oh, thanks. I my hair is a fucking disaster, but um, I'm just like I, I finally figured out how to get the Sony camera like as a webcam. You know what I mean? Yeah, but now it's focusing um, on your hands and not your face. Oh well, I'll put my hands down. But um, <laughs> I finally got that set up because I've been just using my um computer. But I think I think maybe this will be better. But it, we'll see. Well, I hope so. Guess what? Still have the cough. <laughs> like what the fuck what do you got you got the roan what's happening i don't think so Ew. but maybe i who the fuck knows i feel like i just permanently have the roan i think everyone does body. that's right what, it's just gonna live there yeah we just all live with it's like herpes it fucking sucks do you know anyone with herpes absolutely not i bet you do you just don't know well that's probably true yeah I wouldn't tell anybody if I had herpes. I don't, but I wouldn't tell anybody. Oh, yikes. That's such a weird conversation you got to have with, like, people you have sex with, right? Yeah, unless you don't have the conversation, I guess. I guess. And that's the problem. I know someone with herpes. I mean, listen, if you have herpes, you need to tell – you need to speak up. Just yeah. FYI, people. I know. But also, like, I don't think that you can give it to people. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a doctor. I should not be t saying you anything out loud. Yeah, I have no idea right what now. I'm talking about. Yeah. It sucks, though. I feel bad for people with herpes. I feel like everyone's got mouth herpes. You know what? Knock on wood. I don't get, what is it, fever blisters people get? And I, think that's cold, herpes? I think cold sores. Uh-oh, dog. I think um, cold I sores. Think, isn't a fever blister a cold sore? Yeah, I think that we're saying the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's herpes. I don't really get those. I don't get those you know? either, actually. But I feel no. like, you know, if my immune system's run down, it could happen. Really? Yeah, because I feel like God, they pop I... up when your immune system's down. Like, did you ever I get mean, warts? No. You didn't? No, I don't want to jinx myself, but I don't get I don't get them. Well, you could. You just haven't come across I it. I don't. I get I used to get warts on my hands, and then when I get sick, I, where they used to be, they'll kind of like rear their ugly head and then go away. That's disgusting. I know. 
That's life. I don't know anything about those issues. It's life in the hard streets. Yeah. Speaking of life in the hard streets, yeah. how were the uh, Critics' Choice Awards last It was night? great. It was Sarah presented. She did a wonderful oh, cool. job. It's very funny. You and Sarah are just like the king and queen of award season, I feel like. You guys just slay the award shows. No, this is the first one we went to. I feel like you guys are always going to award shows. We were last year when we were No, you did popular. something this year because you did the glam bot. And, like, oh, yeah, that's up. right. What was that? That was the people's choice. Oh, people's choice. Everyone's got choices. Except for people in the <laughs> as South. They should. As they should. Well, <laughs> yeah, you guys always slay the award show season. You guys always look great. You kill the glam bots. I mean, we always look great or she always looks good. I don't. Well. I don't do anything. No, but that's, that's, you're, you're doing it right by doing nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? I am the master purse holder. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You've the, always got on a nice, like a nice suit. Like what, who were you wearing last night at the Gucci. Gucci. Oh, you were. Yeah, but it's my, it's my wedding suit. I, I bought that suit purely for this, this thing. That's so funny. I bought a suit because I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear this at every award show. So do you wear that at every single one? Basically now, Yes hilarious i'm not gonna get a nicer suit also no one expects me to be in like some ridiculous gown well, maybe, i'm not billy porter over here maybe someday you'll have a second gucci suit maybe in a different shade maybe but also maybe you'll get a tom ford suit well that's going down as a peg is it i love tom ford i do too but i feel like gucci's above tom ford i don't know really i, don't think. I was wearing a tom ford belt last night does that make you feel better and a Tom Ford shirt. Oh, how nice. Um, anyways, I feel like she really shines and I'm just kind of there. It was really funny. This It's a little bit of like a screw you, critic's choice, because they said that I couldn't walk the carpet with her. It was only for people who were nominated and for presenters. Oh, wow. Normally, I'll go and I'll do like four or five pictures just so we got it for like the family album. Right. And then I'll like back off and be like, you can get your singles you know, because mm -hmm. no one gives a fuck about me. Right. Um, but this time they were like, nope, you're just not allowed to come. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go fuck myself real quick. So then this is what's amazing about this, the jagoffness of, of award shows. Uh-huh. So her publicist was like, hey, we're going to wrap around. And when you, when, when we're done, we'll meet you over by those doors. So like right. go over by those doors. And I was like, cool. So I had her purse. I had her uh, jacket. And I walked over to those doors and someone comes up to me and it's like, excuse, what, excuse me, uh, where, where, where are you going, sir? And I was like, I'm waiting for my wife. She's walking on the carpet. Ah, we're going to need you to, we're going to need you to come on back. It's like, okay. So then I like walk back 12 feet and then I'm sitting there. And so I'm just sitting there like I'm watching the football game on my phone that's being propped up by her purse. Mm -hmm. And I shit you not, like four or five people came up and were like, ah, Wells from Paradise or Wells from uh, Best in Dough. Let me get a selfie. The famous. Yeah, let me get a selfie. I'm like, yeah, sure. Because I'm a man of the people, you know? Yeah, I know. And so I'm taking selfies. The security guards that are being assholes to me are seeing this happen, okay? They even come over and they're like, who are you? I'm like, I'm known. Don't fucking worry about it. But like the giants are up 14 7. And they're like, great. Taking selfies left and right. And then another security guard comes up and goes, ah, I'm going to need you to move back. You're kidding. I'm like, motherfucker, where, where do you want me to go? Do you want me to leave? Would you like me to leave the building? Because I can't, because I'm holding my wife's purse who's on the goddamn red carpet right now. Hate you so much. Also, the Giants are up 21-7 now, just so you know. So, uh, whatever. That's the whole thing. 
everyone loved me because I was like the 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 man in the room watching the football game, and everyone wanted to know the score. So then mm-hmm. we go downstairs. We run into like all of our all of our friends, right? Or Sarah's friends. Let's be honest; they're not my friends. And then they so they take us into the room where because it was like a seated dinner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was bullshit because it was only hummuses. That was the food, hummuses. With a bottle of tequila in the meal in the middle of the table and only hummuses. Your boy needs more than just hummuses if you're gonna give him tequila. Maybe this is how Millie Acock uh, got um drunk at the Golden Globes. Did you see that? Who's Millie Acock? Uh she's in um Game of Thrones uh House of the Dragon. Oh, was she drunk last night? Well, everyone said she was drunk on stage at the Golden Globes. So maybe that's how is they only gave her hummus and tequila. I saw her. Anyways, probably true. There's no food there. Come on, guys. Feed us. So we go and sit down. And, every, you know, everyone's got like a little like name tag, right? And so Sarah Highland, name tag. And then next to Sarah, Anya Taylor-Joy. And there's no Wells Adams anywhere to be found. Is there like a Sarah Highland guest card? No, nothing. There are two seats on the other side of the table. Uh-huh. Not in like camera shot. Right. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? I don't know what to do. Sarah, what do I do? She's like, just sit here right now, but don't eat any of the hummus because that might be Anya Taylor-Joy's hummus. And I'm like, fuck, fine. <laughs> I want some hummus. So I'm eating her hummus. Also not enough hummus. And so I'm like, am I in the wrong spot? Or like, is is Anya like sitting somewhere? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm already the purse holder. I'm already the guy that the security guards have like pushed aside, like felt like a second class citizen. Okay. I don't, have a, I don't have a name tag. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm freaking out because I can't eat the hummus. And all of a sudden, Anya Taylor-Joy comes up to the table, and Sarah's gone because she's about to go present or whatever she's doing. And so I'm like, okay, let me bring you up to speed, Anya Taylor-Joy from the menu. Love that movie. Uh-huh. Talked about it last week, actually. Uh, I was like, all right, let me let me bring you up to speed. And she's like, okay, what's going on? And I was like, okay, so I don't have a seat assignment so I'm sitting in what I think is your seat. Now, there are two seats over there. I think for like me and your boyfriend. So mm-hmm. here, here's what I'm proposing. Do you want to sit here so the cameras can get you and Sarah together, or do you, uh, and then me and your boyfriend go sit across over over across the table, or do you want to sit over there and we sit over here? And she's like, I just want to fucking eat. And I was like, Good luck. There's only hummus. So, anyways, I digress. Wow. Uh, it was great. So, what ended up happening? Where'd you sit? I just stayed sitting next to Sarah, and then slowly people that were sitting next to, like on Sarah's right side, moved, and then Anya and her her boyfriend like moved over to us. I see. And then the guy that was sitting next to Sarah comes back, and he's like, "You guys took my seat," but there was like the seats like across the table open because they'd like migrated over, and he's like, "Where, where am I going to sit?" And everyone's like, maybe just over there with like all your friends, and uh, he wouldn't do it. And was it? I don't, I don't even know. I probably have uh-huh. to cut this, but it's what happened. I was like, I'll go fucking sit over there. I don't care. So then this guy sat next to my wife at the award show because he wanted to be like close to his seat. So then I went across the table and sat next to this guy named Troy, who was deaf. He, I don't know if you watched the award show, but he was the one who did like sign language on stage. Mm-hmm. Anyways, absolute fucking joy. Troy was. He had like a translator there because I I can't read sign language. But we just started taking tequila shots together. He was <laughs> had like a he had like a very dirty sense of humor. He was the best person I met all night. 
Wow, love that for you. Yeah. So anyways, that's what happened. So now uh, I'm a little hungover though. But you would be proud of me, Brandy, because- You seem good. uh, Yeah, I got energy. But you'd be proud of me because I have only been drunk twice this month. Wow. One was at Nick Vial's um, engagement. Mm -hmm. And I regret that. I regret drinking Mm. because I didn't need to. But I just did because we were like all sitting around waiting. And then last night, those are the two times I've, I've drank this month. Guess how many times I've been drunk this month? Probably zero. You're going to one up me. Zero. Isn't it great? You just wake up feeling so great. It's lovely. I actually just saw Jason Tardick uh, and Caitlin two nights ago at the Preds game. Yeah. And we were talking about this. I think Jason is trying to do, uh, no, not trying. He is doing dry January. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about the same thing. Like how lovely is it to wake up and feel fucking awesome every morning? Like it's great. It's, it's insane. I I can't believe people normally do that. Yeah, it's it's a great life. I don't know. But I will say this, though. So I went to Dean and Kaylin's engagement party. Dude, it's going to be wedding season this year. Like, I I can't. Is we, it just me or, like, I didn't realize people have such lavish engagement parties? Huh. Like, right when they get engaged like that. We well, had one. Kaylin and Dean have been engaged for a minute, so that made more sense to me. Yeah, theirs was nice. Nick's was really kind of just a house party. Yeah. But I went to Dean and Kaylin's, who I love them so dearly, and I didn't drink. And I found myself, I remember thinking, I'm boring. Like, I'm not. Everyone's boring when you're sober. That's the thing. Everyone was wasted. And I was like, everyone's annoying. Yeah. Uh, I'm boring. Let's go. Yeah. So I got to figure out how to, like, not drink at parties, but not be boring. Right. How do you do that? What do you think the secret is? I mean, I think I'm probably just boring. Yeah. But but if other people are drunk, they don't even realize you're boring. They're too drunk to notice. So it's kind of fine. That's very true. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I saw Elon and <clears throat> Molly at Nick's party. Love them. And that they don't drink, right? And they did an amazing thing. They were there. They, like saw the people they needed to see. They gave the hugs. They like said, let's do dinner at some, you know, like did the bullshit. And then we're like, we got to fucking leave. They left like immediately. And I was like, damn, what a play that is. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, I think that's it. Yeah. That might be it. Wow. You, you just had some some adventures. So many adventures. I'm an adventurous spirit. Have you, how was your week? It was fine. I didn't do much. I did go to the Preds game. We lost. I really haven't done anything. I've been laying low because uh-huh. A, I still have this fucking cough. You got the run. And it sucks to like go out and be the person hacking and everyone like is like, ew, you kill it. And like, I don't, but like no one wants to be around me or people will give me like, look at me weird. So I just don't go do anything. And then also I do feel like things are about to really ramp up and get busy. So I've been trying to enjoy my time at home and just relaxing and having some free time and things like that. Nice. Yeah. Are you going to buy a new horse soon? No, I'm not. I am rehabbing star, Mm -hmm. which I feel like we're like halfway through that process. What do you mean rehabbing? Does she she have like a drug and alcohol addiction? No, she hurt herself. What'd she do? You know, she didn't really do anything, but she just like any, you know, top tier athlete Mm -hmm. has some ligament and bone um, deterioration, I guess is a good way to say it, in her right front foot. And so 
she was just feeling like a little off to me in October last year when we were ending show season, like she just didn't really feel right. So I took her for an MRI and they did see some things on the MRI that aren't like career ending by any means, but things that need to be treated. And she, and the biggest thing you can do for a horse is just rest. So, um, we, I forewent, forewent, forego, I forewent, uh, doing the winter show circuit, which is why I have so much free time. Normally I'm in Florida horse showing right now, but star has had three months off completely October, November, December, January. Yeah. And then she had her stem cell and PRP treatments a couple months ago. And, um, next month she's going to go to a rehab facility in Kentucky for a month to start swimming and start getting, um, some body condition back and lose a little weight. And then when she comes back from that, I'll get to start riding again. So working on that. You know what that sounds like? What's that sound like? Money. Yeah. That sounds expensive. Thankfully, Stargirl is insured. And oh, really? Un unlike all the other fucking insurance I pay for that's useless, horse insurance is actually like worth the hype. I bet. Um, so, I mean, you obviously you pay a pretty penny for the premium every year, but, um, but it does cover like up to $15,000 of major medical insurance per, I guess, year is what, it, what it does. And like, you don't like, I don't use that every year. Right. She doesn't hurt herself like this all the time. So when it does happen, it's actually like really nice to have cause they'll reimburse you. So really like, I'm not paying a whole lot out of pocket for all this. Cause I'll get reimbursed from insurance, which is great. Like the MRI, the stem cells, like they'll cover all that. So, um, it's wonderful. Like, if I got hurt, mild insurance would be like, oh, you need stem cells? Fuck you. Have fun paying for it. They wouldn't pay for shit. Yeah, insurance is a racket. Yeah, but not horse insurance, so. Horse insurance is good. Good to know. It's good. We should probably start the show. Yeah, we've been talking for a minute. Yeah. Uh, so you or me? I think it's me. Go for it. Yeah. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Uh, your your like internet went weird, and like oh, you no. sound like a robot when you did it. Oh, cool. But we're gonna keep it in there because you yeah, know what? It. It's live, baby. It's not live actually at all. It's not live. I edit at all, the yeah. fuck out of this thing, but <laughs> just pretend. Just pretend. Yeah, we're gonna pretend. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Hey, by All the right. way, did you see Chris Harrison has a new podcast out? Yes. Yeah. Did you hear what he said about me? Well, I read something online about it where he said, I mean, he's always said you should have gotten the job. He never said it publicly because oh, he maybe was I just, 
Yeah, here. Well, you just that. know him, I suppose, or whatever. Saw him at the wedding. Yeah. I remember because he was like, I think you should get the job. Um, but I, if I say that, then you won't get the job. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's fair. Exactly. I was like, so you just don't say anything. Anyways, it was very sweet of him to say all that he said, I suppose, because he kind of mm -hmm. did kind of drag some people. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> he didn't drag me. Yeah, thank goodness. Well, he likes you. You guys are buddies. Yeah, we're buds. I'm going to see him uh, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, you're going golfing? Going golfing. I'm going golfing. My game's not where it um, needs to be. I need to address something. Address it. And I almost didn't because it's one of those things where I'm like drawing attention to something just like gives it more power, which is so dumb. And I truly don't think like anyone really even knows about this except for the people that DM'd me that obviously listen to our podcast. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to address it just, just in case like a lot of people that listen to this podcast listen to this other one. But a couple people messaged me and said, hey, Brandy, this girl is talking about you on her podcast. And they sent me the link. Um, I'd never heard of the podcast, never heard of the girl, but I clicked on it. And somebody was nice enough to be like nine minutes in or whatever. And so I, you know, I go to that section. Listen to this shit. Okay. Wait, but so also what's this person's name? Oh God, I don't know. Okay. It doesn't matter. Let's not give it her a name. It really, truly doesn't matter. Yeah. The podcast is like when you go to the podcast page, it literally says it's a gossip podcast. Yeah. And that nothing they talk about is like fact checked in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Like that's like the tagline of the show. So basically you're listening to a bunch of gossip that like none of it's true, yeah. right? I guess some people are into that. I don't know. The girl that hosts this podcast basically starts the segment out by saying like, I had a source or whatever she says, send me like a, a sighting over the weekend. Like, a, I don't think they said celeb sighting, but like whatever like she calls like her source sightings or whatnot. And basically some fucking girl sent in a photo of me to mm -hmm. prove that it was me and said I was sitting next to Brandy Cyrus on the beach in Bal Harbor over New Year's, the week of New Year's, which is where I stayed, which is where I was, and was like, I overheard Brandy say some things that I think you should know and that you should talk about on your podcast. Okay. So somebody was fucking eavesdropping on me at the beach. I was there with my two very best friends, Val and Marta, um, and I hadn't seen them in a while. So we were just catching up and like talking about so many things. But this girl was like, Brandy was talking very loudly. Like she wanted everyone on the beach to hear what she was saying. Okay. If anybody knows me, you know that I don't do that. Like yeah. I'm not that loud of a person. I would say my mom and Miley are much louder than me. Like there's no way I was sitting there like screaming shit on the beach. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the first thing she says, which is, I wish you could have seen the look on my face. Like, but at the same time, I kind of don't want to give her that satisfaction. That's fair. I like, I don't know if anybody what did you to say? it. I don't know. Okay. So this girl is like, the first thing I heard her say was like that. She was like, Brandy was like trashing John Mayer and saying really horrible things about John Mayer. That's not the Brandy yeah. I know. That's, that's like literally <laughs> laughable. I was over here trying to date John Mayer last year. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I fucking love John Mayer. So that was laughable. I was like, all right, clearly this is somebody that was eavesdropping and heard like maybe heard me say John Mayer and then filled in the blanks on the rest. Um, the context of the conversation was actually one of my girlfriends that I was there with. We were talking about her dating life and it was, it was brought up like, why don't you date John Mayer? And um, I believe my response was, Oh, you shouldn't try to date John Mayer. Cause he dated Taylor Swift. That's all I said. Fair. So that's hilarious that that was even talked about. Cause I fucking love John Mayer. Um, the next thing was, uh, she said some things that I had said about my family and just like the drama that's going mm. on right now with the fam and maybe certain people in the family I haven't ta been talking to as much lately and things like that, which, um, some of it was true. Some of it wasn't, but honestly, like 
I don't know. It was just like so annoying that this girl's like eavesdropping on a conversation I'm having with my two best friends about like personal shit. It's like, come on. Like I wasn't screaming that on the beach. Like, fuck yeah. you. You know what I mean? So that was whatever. And then the last part of the conversation was really mind blowing. Then she says that I said that Miley mm -hmm. was embarrassed to be performing with Paris Hilton. Didn't Miley okay. book the show? Yeah, that, this is literally also laughable. I'm pretty sure Paris was actually the person Miley was most excited yeah. to have be part of the New Year's show. That's what's so funny about it. And like, I don't like, and I'm sure we were talking about the New Year's show that day on the beach, you know, and I'm sure Paris's name came up and may have said like Miley's so excited to have her. It's, you know, whatever. Um, but it's just insane that this fucking girl like is eavesdropping and here's tidbits of what I'm saying and turns it into something else and sends it into this gossip podcast. Like, come on. So anyway, if your wife's here and you know, you listen to a lot of podcasts and you happen to hear that, uh, I just had to clear that up for you guys. I did not trash John Mayer or, and Miley didn't trash Paris Hilton. We love both of them. Come on. I'm yeah. a little flattered that they think I matter enough to talk about on this podcast. So thanks. You know, Do you have pictures of that day to be able to figure out who it was? And then we can... Now. Oh, I don't like that person. No, because unlike the person uh, that was eavesdropping on me and taking my photo without me knowing, I like to live in the moment and not yeah. have my head stuck in my phone. I was hanging out with my best friends, relaxing, having some girl time. Talking shit about Paris Hilton, you know, oh, as yeah. you do. Yeah. I'm actually going to see Paris Hilton... Um, Next week, she's DJing this golf tournament. Is she really? Yeah. That's funny. I know. Why aren't you getting the, the golf tournament I gigs? Know. Good question. Uh, she is so tall. Yeah, no, I've met her before. So tall. So tall. Yeah, so gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Very, still very pretty. She's, she's got to be older than me, though, yes? she got to be in her 40s. She might be right around 40. Yeah, she looks great. Looks much better yeah. than me. By the way, on Twitter, I just saw this article for Troy Kotzer says his Oscar win for Coda is still sinking in. It's really a blessing. This is the guy, this is the deaf guy that I was taking shots with. Like he won an Oscar. What? I had no, no idea he won an Oscar. That's sick. He's my new friend. I love that for you. Yeah. Um, do you have favorite things, or are we like just not doing that anymore on this nope. show? <laughs> I got a couple favorite things. Tell me something. Yeah. Have you watched any of 1923? No. I'm going to ask you every single week until you fucking watch that show. They're torturing us. They did, I don't know how many episodes, like five episodes or something. And now they're going away for an entire month. It doesn't come back until February. Like what the fuck, Paramount? Oh, so I can catch up pretty quickly. Yeah, you can catch up because the next episode doesn't come out until first week of Feb. Good to know. You're really leaving us on a cliffhanger here. Um, anyway, watch that so we can chat about that. Um, the other thing I watched that I really liked, it's something that you can watch while you're doing something else. Like, it's not like, you know, mind-blowing television by any means, but it's called The Climb on HBO. Okay. You use my sister's uh, song for your theme, I'm wondering. Um, but it's a it's like a rock climbing competition, I guess, of sorts. Uh, I don't know a lot about rock climbing but like if you do and you like rock climbing you might know the guy that hosts the whole thing i can't remember his name but apparently he's like a really big deal in rock climbing is professional also jason momoa is like not the co-host really he's kind of the face of the show i guess i didn't know this but i guess he's like an avid rock climber and has done it since he was really young and he's super passionate about it so I'm sure he's the reason this show got made, right and got put on hbo but he is in it a little bit which is cool and basically they have um a group of people that are all amateur rock climbers 
and like all ages from like, I think the youngest is like 20 and the oldest person I think is, was in her fifties. Like, it's so cool. Um, different, uh, nationalities, like all kind of different people and they're all competing and doing these crazy climbs in some of the, like the most gorgeous places. The first few episodes are in Spain. Um, and they do a good job of like showing you enough of the climbs to make it a little suspenseful, obviously, but then there's the competition aspect where they're trying to win a hundred thousand dollars. So I don't know. It's cool. If you like stuff like that, I think it's fun to watch. It's, um, it's beautifully shot. You get to see some like really cool locations. I liked it. Did you ever watch free solo? No. Oh, you should watch that. That movie's I feel great. Like my heart would just like, ex like stop. Well, yeah, but if you like, I know what's the, um, what's that James Franco movie? 127 hours. Oh yeah. Where he cuts that his movie? arm off. Yes. It gave me so much anxiety. Like I had anxiety for weeks after watching that movie. The, the so moment like, where he has to cut through his nerve and uh, it's like, ding, ding, ding. I, the, it was stuck with me. Insane. It was one of those things that where, where you can't stop watching, no, you know, you when, once you're that far in and you're, you, you're seeing shit get cut. You're like, well, now I got to finish watching it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That gives me the, I should watch for you though. You should. That guy's crazy. Yeah. But he's also very good at climbing things. I know. You know, the first um, the first episode of this show, they do they call it like over water solo or something where there's no ropes or anything, but mm -hmm. they are over water. So if you fall, you're, you're obviously not going to hit the ground, um, but still super terrifying. They're like in Mallorca in, in that episode and the climbs are insane. And like a lot of the climbs they do, too, like I didn't realize people do like every time I see rock climbers, it's like a flat, like solid wall. Right. Yeah. But like I on this show, they do some climbs that are like where they have to like go up and uh, it's like almost like a cave built into the wall where they mm -hmm. have to climb like underneath and get over the lip of the cave or whatever. And they're like completely upside down. I'm like, how do you even hang on? It's mind blowing. Yeah. Th there's cool. nothing in me that wants to do that. Me neither. I'm a little scared of heights. So it's definitely not in the cards for me. I'm scared of falling. Yeah. Call me crazy. Call me old fashioned. <laughs> Don't want to fall. Yeah. Like that's one of my scariest dreams. So oh. why, you know, like why would I make that into a reality? I mean, the thrill, the adrenaline. I, I guess. Know, I do like skydiving. That's falling. Yeah, see. But that's different though. It is. And I, I feel like this is a little more like you could die at any time yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Have you been yeah. skydiving? No. You haven't? No, I don't think I can do it. Why? Like I said, I definitely have a fear of heights. Also, planes, I don't, I mean, planes give me some anxiety. And I had a very, very bad experience parasailing one time. Okay. And that <laughs> just like really scared the shit out of me. And I'm like, if I what, can't do What that, was bad about it? Uh, So I was in Switzerland. I was in Interlaken. We've talked about this because oh. you love Interlaken. I do. And I, you know, they, hook you, they hook you in there and yeah. you're like, you're like strapped in with this fucking guy on your back, right? Like you're strapped in together. And the way you, if you haven't parasailed, you basically like drive to the top of this mountain and then there's like a, like a downhill is where you start and you start running and then like, okay, you know, that's you not parasailing. With, that's paragliding. No, paragliding, um, oh, Para hang gliding. Yeah, or hang gliding. Pa parasailing hang gliding. is behind a boat. Over the ocean. Yeah. I've done that too and also had a terrible experience. <laughs> but yes, para paragliding, you're right. And then hang gliding is what Brazen did. So paragliding. So someone's fucking strapped on with you and you run down this mountain, but with like attached to a human that's twice your size and weight. 
And the idea is that you run until the wind, right, like grabs you and picks you up and then you float off into the distance and it's supposed to be super magical and cool. Okay. Well, I was like, we were like running down the hill and, and like, it started to kind of pick us up and then it didn't. And we like fucking crashed on this hill. Really? Trying to take off the first time. It was so scary. And then of course he's like, all right, let's try it again. And it's like, I, like, I was so terrified. I'm like, all right, we've already crashed once. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. But it was also kind of equivalent to, like, when I've, when I've fallen off my horse, like, in the show ring. And, like, even if you're hurt, like, the adrenaline in your body kind of, like, talks you into just getting right back on and doing it again. Even though you're kind of like, oh, I almost died. I should do that again. Like, it makes no sense. But mm-hmm. in the moment, I think the adrenaline takes over and kind of, like, um, clouds your brain of judgment. And so, like, I did what he said. And the second time, too, like, we started running and again, like it felt like we were taking off and then going to crash again. And then at the very last minute, it took us up, picked us up and took us. But like almost crashed a second time on takeoff. And it was just so terrifying to me. Wow. And then like then when you're sailing, everyone's like, it's so peaceful and magical. But I just remember like going over like the edge of the mountain. And then, you know, it's like you're high up off the ground, but then you hit the edge of the cliff. And then it's really like you then the valley's below and you're really fucking high up in the air. Yeah. Like that moment just made me so sick to my stomach. I was like, this is not for me. I did that one time in Chattanooga off of, uh, oh, wow. off a lookout mountain. Interlock in. Yeah. And I remember thinking, cause like there's just like one carabiner that's holding me to this yeah. thing. And I remember thinking, I'm putting a lot of trust into one piece of metal right now. And whatever person strapped you in, that they didn't make any mistakes. Of course. And of course they did. That's my parasailing story. No, paragliding. No, the parasailing over the ocean. Miley and I did that in Cabo one time. Yeah. I think it was my 25th birthday. And we got up there and I and Miley was like, I swear to God, I'm not strapped in. She was like convinced they forgot something and that she wasn't strapped in yeah. properly. And then she started to convince me. And then we were so terrified that any little movement, she would just fall out. And it was just so scary. And of course, like nobody on the boat spoke English. So like we were like, well, if we die here, we die here. Like there's nothing we can do. You fly. Fly now. <laughs> it was scary. All right. I got some fave things too. I've watched a few things. I'm trying to think of the thing that I think is my favorite thing. Um, that is the name of the show. <clears throat> yeah. My favorite <laughs> of the favorite things. I'm going to start with, did you watch Kaleidoscope? I didn't. I wanted to hear, because I knew you did, and I wanted you to tell me if it was worth it. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's a cool concept, too. It's a heist movie centered around the largest heist ever attempted, the vengeance and betrayal that surrounds it. I don't even think that's a full sentence, but that's the tag on IMDb. <laughs> so it's basically, it's like Ocean's Eleven, but okay. not with Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about it is you can watch it in any order and it changes the story. You just have to watch like whatever the first episode is and the last episode's the white episode. And as long as you do that, like you have like a different journey through what happened. So we just... And Netflix will just randomly choose for you. So we just did whatever Netflix chose for us. And it was great. Like, it's so cool. The ending is very good. But we had to, like, look up some things to be like, wait, who killed that guy? And you're like, oh, oh, that's that's great. Okay, cool. I'll watch that. Good cast, too. Have you seen a preview or anything for the show called The Last of Us on HBO? No. Is that with the girl from Game of Thrones? From Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. 
I watched the season premiere last night. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking good. Really? Yes. All I knew about it is that apparently it's based off a video game. Okay. Look it up and see if I'm right. If I'm right about that. That's What's from, the name I, of the what show? I understand, that's the whole thing. The Last of Us. I don't understand how you turn a video game into a movie, but cool. And so all I really knew about it was that, and I and I assumed it would be some sort of like action movie, right? It's a zombie movie or movie. It's a show. It's a zo- It's about zombies, and it's fucking sick. So it's like a whole like uh, post apocalyptic a post apocalyptic story or whatever. It starts like twenty years ago. The first episode kind of starts like twenty years ago, and it kind of tells the story of this guy. And the first episode's an almost an hour and a half long. So like. I did feel like it was a little slow in the beginning, but I understand they're trying to build the story and kind of give you this guy's background right so that you feel attached to him and root for him, and which is cool. So I get that. And it's very well done. So it was I wasn't bored watching it by any means, but you got to buckle in for episode one. So it starts there. And then at the end of the, like towards the end of the episode, not the end, maybe the middle, it fast forwards to today, to 2023. Um and yeah, a lot of zombies, um, kind of graphic. I've, part of me was like, man, I shouldn't be watching this right before I go to sleep, but it's so good. I can't stop. And I really liked it a lot. So I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Although the last thing I fucking need is another show where episodes come out weekly and I have to wait a whole week to watch the next one. I'm so sick of this shit. Okay. I like to binge. Champagne problems. Yeah. Joel and Ellie, a pair connected through the harshness of the world they live in, are forced to endure brutal circumstances and the ruthless killers on a trek across post-pandemic yeah. America. The Last of Us, Pedro Pascal, and the girl from Game of Thrones. So yeah, it, the, when it starts, it actually is so, like, you're like, holy shit, this is happening now. Because they're talking about a worldwide pandemic and things like that. And like a lot of what they're saying, you're like, holy shit, we just went through that. If you like the zombie stuff, then definitely watch. And obviously the acting is incredible. Both those actors are awesome. Nice. We started watching this documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker. Have you seen this? No, but that sounds terrifying. Do you remember? He was like a viral star. He was like hitchhiking with a guy, and the guy that was driving the car like drove his car into a black man and started saying he was Jesus, and he started strangling a woman, and the hitchhiker got out and hit him on the head with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. You don't, you, I definitely can't watch this. Do you remember that though? It was like Not a huge really. thing. Oh, well anyways. When did this happen? In like maybe 2005. Maybe, no, maybe may, high school. Maybe later than that. Huh. Anyways, it's all about this guy who became YouTube famous for hitting someone on the head with a hatchet. His rise to fame and then like the downfall of him as well. Mm-hmm. This shocking documentary chronicles a happy-go-lucky nomad's ascent to viral stardom and the steep downward spiral that resulted in his imprisonment. The hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. It's insane, and you need okay. to watch it. No, I can't. You got to. I mean, it's not, Do they he, reenact any of the shit? No. Okay, okay, okay. And he's, like, very likable, too. That's kind of scary. That reminds me of, like, the Unabomber. Yes, but like, he is a he hero, though. He like he was portrayed as a hero. This oh. this man was like strangling this woman, and he had like run into this, uh, ran his car into this gentleman, and was proclaiming that he was Jesus Christ, and oh. was like hurting people. And then the hitchhiker came and like knocked him out with the uh, hatchet, and he was like a hero. Okay, well maybe I should watch it. I don't remember any of it. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's crazy. Okay, okay, okay. okay. 
Did you ever watch the Bling Ring docuseries or no. documentary or whatever? No, I didn't. Did you ever watch the Bling Ring movie? No, I don't know what that is. Do you know what the Bling Ring is? You keep saying Bling Ring. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Do you remember when the high schooler, I think they were high schoolers in LA, were like robbing like Paris Hilton's house, Rachel Bilson's house, Orlando Bloom. Do you remember any of that? Yeah, I mean, I remember celebrities getting robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was these kids, right? These high school kids. Yeah. So they made a movie about it years ago that Emma Roberts, I think, starred in. One of the Emmas. I can't remember which Emma, to be honest with you, because I never watched it. But they made a movie of it, mm -hmm. uh, like a scripted thing. And then more recently, I think, they put out this Netflix documentary. And, and some of the actual kids that did this were in the documentary, which is absolutely insane. Um, but it was like kind of fascinating. I mean, obviously it makes you like fucking hate them for what they're doing. Cause they're just little like entitled shits that feel like they can just like walk into someone's house and take things, which is disgusting. And my sister's house has been robbed before a long, long, long time ago. And they took so much shit and it's just so disgusting that people do that. I don't know. It's just like, so I obviously like it hits me on a personal level a little bit, but it is a little fascinating. Here's what I don't understand. And I feel like this happens a lot. Okay. So all these kids end up getting caught. And this main guy, this main guy that's like narrating this whole documentary. He's like the he's like the brains of the whole operation. He gets caught. And they they offer him some fucking deal or whatever. But all of them get sentenced to go to jail for I can't remember the number, but let's just say 7, 8 years, 10 years, whatever it is. And at the very end of the movie, you know how like when when you're watching something like this and they'll like put text that'll say like so-and-so, you know, went to prison for this long. And then and it kind of tells you, like, where they are now. All these kids only served, like, eight months of their sentences. It'll, it, it would say, like, so-and-so served eight months of their sentence, and then now they're out and, like, whatever. How come people don't have to s serve their full sentences? How can someone get, like, sentenced for, like, seven years in prison and serve eight months? I feel like this happens a lot, and I don't really understand it. Like, what's the point of sending people to jail and sentencing, sentencing them if they're just going to get out early, like, really fucking early? How does that work? I don't, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. It's I'm not really a judge. It's really annoying. These kids robbed, stole, stole so, like thousands upon thousands, maybe millions of dollars of shit from like Paris and Orlando and Rachel and did all these awful things, got caught, went to jail for eight months, slap on the hand. Then they get out and there's no other repercussions. And now they're getting paid to make a documentary about it. It's fucked up. Well, I think one day in jail would suck ass, but. I mean, it would, but like, if you got to go seven years, you got to go seven fucking years, bro. <sighs> but then, like, the guy who, like, sells, like, dime bags of weed is in there for, like, 20 years and will never get out. Yeah. I know. It's wild. And, like, I feel like when you watch this documentary, these kids don't feel bad at all for what they did. Of course not. It's insane. Yeah. Did you ever get into The Witcher? Henry Cavill's show? Uh, no, but you know who's uh, taking over his role? Who? Liam Hemsworth. If you were a fan of The Witcher, which I was, I liked it. it you I never saw it. You would like it too. It's very like Game yeah. of Thrones and magic and fantasy and everything. There is a new show called Blood Origin, The Witcher. And it's like the prequel to The I Witcher see. stuff. And it's great. You should go watch it. And is that what Liam's in? No, I think he's on The Witcher. Got it. More than a thousand years before the events of The Witcher, seven outcasts in an elven world join forces in a quest against an all-powerful empire. The Witcher, Blood Origin. It's great. Go check it out. Okay. thought you were navigating to the conversation about Liam, Flowers, Miley's new song, all the tea that the fans are and all the narratives the fans are 
making on TikTok. It's so good. Do you think that I know anything that you're talking about right now? Okay, you need to get on TikTok. And okay. It's, it's so entertaining. Okay, so you know Miley dropped a new single. Come on. Yes, and she like released it like on Liam's birthday, birthday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, beautifully is petty. I love it. Where's my bell? <laughs> Song is Fire will play it at the end of the episode. On okay, me. great. So it's funny because, yeah, the song did come out on his birthday. Was that on purpose? I don't know. Can't say. Genius, though. And the fans, I love Miley fans so much. They go hard in the paint. They go hard in the paint. The fans on TikTok just keep creating narrative after narrative, and it is so funny. It makes Miley seem like an absolute genius. And it's just too good. Like every day I wake up to a new one. Like the first one was that something about this Bruno Mars song. They're like, Liam played the Bruno Mars song at their wedding. And this is a response to the Bruno Mars song. That one's funny. Then there was the suit she's wearing is the suit Liam wore at the Avengers premiere where he told her that she needed to behave for once. And so this is a fuck you because she's in the suit. Hilarious. Then the other one was. The house is a house that Liam used to take people and cheat on her with. Like, the narratives are fucking hilarious, but it's so great. It's the best PR that could ever happen because it gets people talking about the song on TikTok, and it's everywhere, and it's just so fun to watch it all play out. Miley fans, I love ya. Is any of it true? I'm not here to say. Oh, come on. I'm not. You don't have to say which ones are true. I'm letting this play out. No, you don't have to say which ones are true. You just need to tell me if some of them are true. I don't know. Come on. I think you have to, it's a firsthand experience situation. Only Miley knows the truth. You know the truth too. You'll never know. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Were you ever a fan of Edgar Allan Poe? I think I read some shit in school. Yeah. Can't say I was like a fan. The Raven. Yeah, I think I read The Raven. Yeah. Well, I was a big fan of Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Big fan, huh? Yeah. I like scary stories. Okay. And uh, he was a very good Had writer. Had a poster on your, on your wall and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the reason why the football team, the Ravens, are called the Ravens is because of Edgar Allan Poe. Wow. Because his famous poem, The Raven. All right. If you're a fan of Edgar Allan Poe or if you're a fan of, like, kind of creepy stories, there's a new movie out on Netflix called The Pale Blue Eye starring Christian Bale mm-hmm. and Harry Melling. He was in Harry Potter as, like, Harry's cousin who's a fucking asshole. Anyways, the kid's an amazing actor. He plays Edgar Allan Poe in this movie. A world-weary detective is hired to investigate the murder of a West Point cadet. Stymied by the cadet's code of silence, he enlists one of their own to help unravel the case. A young man the world would come to know as Edgar Allan Poe. Really good. Don't know if it's true. Don't really care. Uh, Christian Bale is, listen, he might be an asshole. I'm not even sure if that's true, but I I feel like there's been stories of him being an asshole. He might be. I don't know. But God dang it, is he a good actor. And it's great. The twist is fantastic. There's a scene at the end that is very, very good. So if you're into scary, spooky movies, The Pale Blue Eye, go check it out. Okay. Sounds good. And it's also really, it's more of a whodunit than a spooky thing. Ah, all right. Um, You know who else is in it? Mm. Gillian Anderson, who was Scully in The X-Files. Ah. Do you ever watch The X-Files? I did when I was young, yeah. Also, Robert Duvall's in it. Lucy Boynton 
Timothy Spall, who's also in Harry Potter. Go check it out. Stacked. Stacked cast, man. All right, I know you probably never fucking started Echo 3, did you? No, I did not. It's so good. Watched the season finale. It came out last week. Mm -hmm. Great show. If you guys are sleeping on the show, you need to not. It really is so good. It's it's so crazy because it's really just these three main actors, right? Um, I mean, there's other actors in it, but it's really just their story. It's so good. The acting's phenomenal. You know, we love some Mikael Hausman. Um, and then the guy that plays Bambi, he's so good too. Um, but it's great. But the finale... Like, damn, it's one of those endings that, like, it, they don't really tie up all the loose ends, and it makes you just want to be, it makes you so crazy, because you're like, wait, I needed more answers than that, but it's also just so good, the way they ended at the same time. So, if you maybe started that show, didn't finish it, if you haven't given it a go yet, highly recommend, loved it so much. I love, I love shows like that. Nice. Do you have friends with kids? Oh, yeah, lots. Do you know their names? The kids? Yeah. Most of them. I have so many friends with kids. I don't know any of their names. Sometimes I have to like think about it for a second to come up with them. But yeah, I like m like my best friends. I'm like, I have no fucking clue what their names are. Mm. No clue. Because you know what? Those aren't my friends. Those are my friends. Kids. They're not my friends. My best friend, Ryan. Mm -hmm. I know his kids names, but I okay. don't not sure if I know which one's which. Ah, uh, you know? Right. Yeah, but I know their names. But like my friend Paul, he's got a bunch of kids. First of all, I don't even know how many kids he's got. Don't know their names. <laughs> no clue. My friend Alex just had a kid. I have no idea what that kid's name is. Like they just had it. No idea what that kid's name is. That's all right. I don't know my friend's names. Well, how can I know their kids' names? <laughs> I, but I've been thinking about this. I'm like, is this just me? Like I just am an asshole and I don't know kids' names? Or is like everyone also like, What's their fucking kid's name? Is it Billy? I mean, it's sometimes I forget and have to be like, oh, wait, what is it? Like, it takes me a minute, but. You got to go to Instagram like, and like look up, find a picture of them and be like, oh, look, there's little Jimmy playing in the field. Yeah, I will say, I feel like when they're, when they first, like when people first have kids, like I, I always kind of forget the names, but once the kids get a little older and you can actually interact with them, yeah. I think the names start sticking. Still no clue. No desire to learn these kids' names. You know? Fair. Um, okay. You want to be done? Okay. Oh, I have one more. Oh, my by all means. My friend, Andrew Santino. Hilarious comic. He's on the show Dave. He's in the new House Party movie. I play golf mm -hmm. with him a bunch. He's a hilarious stand-up. He's got a new stand-up special on Netflix called Cheeseburger. Mm. Fantastic. Go check it out. You would love you it, love actually, Brandy. Oh, really? I was about to say, you know, I love comedy. Yeah. I know how much you love to laugh. Love. For everyone out there that is a normal human being that likes to laugh, go watch Cheeseburger on Netflix. It's great. Ew. It's great. Is it? So wait, you're going to uh, Florida tomorrow or what? Tomorrow, going to Florida. Cute. I'm a little nervous too because I went and played golf yesterday and I played maybe the worst golf I've played in my life. And mm -hmm. so or it's right before I have to go uh, play in a tournament for money yeah. on camera. Mm. So that's a little scary, but, you know, here well, we are. You know. Good luck with that. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you going to Sundance? I sure am. I leave on Friday. I'm very excited. I love Sundance. It's so fun. Yeah. Dance in the sun. I love Park City. Who doesn't love Park City? It's the best. Right. Did you want me to play some musics? Uh, I would love for you to play Flowers. The, it's the only song we're going to be playing, Flowers on Repeat. And so this song is about how Liam I mean, cheated on her. 
and no, 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 we're not. No, this is that's what it is that's about. Not the narrative. That's what I heard. No, cheating is not the narrative. Okay, so the narrative is that this, they went to an award show and um, <laughs> I mean, wore a jacket. Of many fan narratives. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the song it's it's about women empowerment, self love, learning to love yourself, not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's great. It's it's an anthem for women everywhere, really, and it's it's so fun, like to see people I follow on Instagram and friends of mine posting videos with the song and playing it and loving it. Like I'm here for it. It's flowers is doing so well. I'm so proud of Miley. I feel like this is a very authentic song. I feel like the sound is like different for her, but this, but, but say the same at the same time, like it's, it's great. And she the video is fire. I got to be there for the shoot. She looks amazing. The location was so gorgeous. Such a fun video. I love it. Can I ask a question? Sure. Is this a song about masturbation? <laughs> I have no idea. Because the song is I feel like you I feel like you think this about a lot of songs. Well, it's, it's I can love me better than you can. I mean, which makes me think you interpret it the way your heart desires to interpret it well. Is that I the mean, beauty of it? Obviously, I think it's about how Liam is a bad lover. Mm. And how, so this is what I think. This is the dialogue okay. in my head. He, uh -huh. was a, he, was a, he was a bad lover. He was a, not a good lay. And mm. so after they made Sweet Love, mm. she had to finish with mm. a vibrator. And that's what this song is really about. Mm. And I think that yeah. that's what they're talking about. Is that what they're talking about on TikTok? Is that one of the um, things? Please tell no, me I'm close. No, you know what? That's a good one. I haven't heard that one yet. You should go on TikTok right I'm now. Going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking genius. Oh, yeah. I love it. All right. Well, are we done then? I think so. I think we did it. I mean, if we can end on a masturbation joke, you can't do much better than that. Uh, yeah. I got to go to Home Depot and pick up my curbside order. What'd you get? I got a shop vac. Yeah? You got yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to vacuum my horse with it, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun little project for me. For You're going to vacuum Monday. your horse? Yeah. She's like just covered in mud at all times oh. and they make horse vacuums but they're a thousand dollars and hmm. obviously i'm a cheap ass so yeah. i went and bought a shop vac and i'm gonna buy a little Smart. attachment for horses and i'm gonna vacuum all the mud off of star because i'm sick of brushing her love it because it's a lot of work all right go vacuum your horse i'm gonna things i didn't think i would say today go vacuum your horse <laughs> wife <laughs> tears uh we love you love y'all and this song is definitely about masturbation okay great I'm going to be on the lookout for that TikTok video. I think you, you should do it. No, you should definitely do it. Okay. Will she get mad? Will no. she be like, why is... She won't even see it. Why is Adam Wells know. talking about this? <laughs> she doesn't have TikTok on her phone. She won't see it. Smart. No. All right. Wife Tears, we love you. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. definitely about double clicking the mouse <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by podcast nation